You already know what it is, your boy Bands alongside Christina. We have the Spark Up Podcast. Yeah. One twelve? One twelve. Episode <clears throat> Oh my gosh. Episode one twelve. And we oh, are having a grand old time today because bands can't be serious for longer than two minutes here. What's going on, Bands? What did you do today? I didn't I I did a lot of things, but it was really nothing. Other than what? just run around and, and like you know, really, nigga? be be here for like ten minutes because I promised people I was going to be there, and then I had to move to the next and like you know just that's funny because I saw your car at home. I wasn't really nigga in my car. Wow. Okay. So let's just get right into the banter here because you're already acting up, and I don't. I don't want. <laughs> this is none of my business. I don't want to do this with you today. Why? Why are you trying to blow uh, my spot? Like I was home chilling. Listen, I don't. I, I mean, I was home chilling for a little bit. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. Right. So I got in trouble for this question. Okay. Uh, a bunch of people, damn near basically called me a sexist i feel like but i asked the question mm-hmm. the question is if you are in a relationship mm-hmm. a serious committed relationship okay and i don't like where this is going already. and wifey wifey now i got a wifey yeah is she's twerking in the club and mm-hmm. it's fine right she could twerk she could do whatever she wants with her ass okay. is her ass she could shake it if she wants to you know girl you look good won't you back that, that, that ass that. up like it's religious it's like religion to like you know, do what you got to do when that song comes yeah, out. Be careful how you use it. But how would you feel if she puts that kind of footage on social media? Hey, I'm all for it. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I, maybe, really? I, maybe I'm prog- too progressive. Yo, long, long, <clears throat> let me just say, long as she, <laughs> she like, some girls are making bucks off that. Like, Period. Who am I to, you know, who am I to stop their grind? Okay, so. You know, that's the equivalent. But what if she's not making money? What if she's just doing well, it? Well, if you're doing it for free. You're not worried about the thirsties? I mean, you're inviting them, so. Oh. Where are the gunshots? <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real. Like, if you're inviting people to to your doorstep, like, you can't complain about who comes and says whatever they want. And that's where I stand with it. Because I'm like, you know, I don't have, I'm not, I mean, some people will say this is insecure. But for me, if that is, I'm going to try to come off as least fuckboy as possible. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> don't get yourself in trouble. But if that is the ass that I've been partaking in, I don't want that ass for other people to see. Is that wrong? Is You're that being like- greedy. What's wrong with that? If, I just if, see it like this. If like eyes can see, but hands don't touch, that's fine with me. But this is how I see <laughs> it. If, if a if a woman is on social media, she can mm-hmm. ask frequently, and she's out with her friends, and I get it. She's having a good old time. But as a, I think as men, I mean, and I've been through this experience on both sides of the fences, you feel like that girl is open. Like she's ready. Like she's on sale. She's on no. the sale rack. No, not always. No? Not always. That's interesting. I mean, I follow some girls that I'd be like. But when you see videos of that, what do you think? What goes through your head? What doesn't go through my head? And that's my point right but, there. But that's my imagination. As long as I'm not touching or being extra thirsty, like, yo. But what if that was your girl out there? That's for me there. and the taken. But what if that was your girl nah, out there? You, you see, the thing is, it's the people that are reaching out that are fucked up. 
mm-hmm. in reality because okay. perfect you know she could be putting that on up but you don't care. it's not your business to go and you don't say care how crazy that's for me looks. for the taking i'm gonna take that you know what i mean like it's not it's not real talk because if you think about it if it was your girl and some dude was sliding in her dms like that i'm gonna be very angry you're gonna be very angry so like you you know people don't think about that when they but that's what i feel like it's an like, open invitation i feel like am i wrong yes you can't be mad at what comes with but it's about trust at the end of the day for me mm. you know the trust is key for me okay i i trust you once never twice Oof. so if you bring that bridge you bring it yourself because wow. i don't put that you're here to talk that talk today uh, wow i'm, I'm always talking talk. okay i mean that's why people call me wise bands okay all right take my title that you're the wiser <laughs> one that's why they call me you wise. know what bands the wise I feel like you're getting carried away, so let's just jump right into some culture shock. Hey, what's up? It's Christina Sev. You already know what it is, your boy Beans, and we are the Spark Up Podcast. We are two individuals who came together to try and make sense of the mess in the world through conversation. We're also cousins. I'm the older cousin. And I'm the wiser cousin. I wouldn't say all that, no. <laughs> well, all jokes aside, we created this podcast to open dialogue on layered topics of life that we think isn't being talked about enough. We have conversation through the lens of millennials who are on their own creative journeys. Yes, and we sit down with other creatives and entrepreneurs who have stories and journeys filled with gems. Yep, this podcast will spark up some real talk. Yes, sir. The Spark Up Podcast starts now. So if you don't know, if you never heard to you never heard the Spark Up Podcast, we talk some shit about celebrities and what's going out there in the world. So I introduce to you the culture shock. This is the latest dispatch just received in our newsroom. So this past weekend, Club Live mm-hmm. in Miami, Florida, the very popular ship club, is open again as of Sunday, I believe, which mm-hmm. is their most popular day. As of today, the city of Miami has 2.2 million cases since the start of the Panasonic. And just this past Sunday, yes, the Miami Herald announced 4,671 cases. And Saturday, they reported 7,411 cases. And what do they do? Open up the most popular strip club in the country. So I guess that um, it's safe to say that ass shaking and making it rain is more important than help. Are you hitting up Liv? Are you going to Miami? I heard the trips are seventy-five dollars round trip. I'm about to be vaxxed, so I'm about to be out here. Oh my! I'm, I'm being I'm being real with you. After I'm vaccinated, I'm out here. He's waxed and vaxxed, baby. Uh, I mean, You're gonna be hitting the clubs again. I'm not gonna be hitting the clubs like that, but you know, I'm, I, you're outside. I'm outside. Okay, ain't nothing stopping me. Mask <laughs> off and all. You know, I, I respect people, so I'll throw it on. You know, if you I'm, still have to be safe, even with I'm the vaccine. I'm gonna be safe. Right? Yes, I'm gonna be safe, but you know, I'm not gonna be so thing about my mask. And so when people thing. ask, what's like, thing? Every like, Dominican, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna be bullshit. so so antsy about it. Hmm. You know, but but I will respect other people's space. Okay. So that's the key. Like, it's not it's not just about me. I understand that part. 
right. So I'm not gonna make it about me But I mean Strippers need to eat too Okay About the <laughs> club live I just wanted to throw that in there You know I'm on their side they, They've been off for Almost a year if they haven't gotten any money on, you don't you know, think they're out here getting sneaky fans. money. You don't think there's clubs that are open underground. Of course, you didn't see Paul Pierce. He hired a bunch of strippers. He brought them to the crib. He brought them. To I the would have done. I would do. Were the they same vaxxed thing. and waxed? I don't care at that point. They're in my crib. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? So That's I mean, nasty. there's there's not too many. There's not too many. So you don't care about people. life, is what you're telling me. I do, but. I don't, you know, I, I don't believe I, you. I, I like to live a little on the edge too. Oh, you know, I'm just saying. Wow. You know, if if you feel a certain way about the pandemic, just stay inside. Right, and that's exactly my point. You don't feel a way about the pandemic, is what you're saying. I do. You don't. I do. It's dwindled over the year. <laughs> it's dwindled. It dwindled. Wow. You know, I'm just I'm just being honest. Mm. You know. I don't. I don't want to be someone that comes off as disingenuine or. No, you're coming off very genuine right now. Always, <laughs> always. <laughs> you know, it, my my thing is that you know after, man, my vaccinations a few few days off and I mean away. You already got your second shot. I'm about to get my second shot. So. You know, you have to wait a few weeks for it to be like in effect. Yeah, I can wait those two weeks, but I said a few. Not two I've been told it's two weeks after the And you think it's going to be safe I'm going to be out here Wow, alright, well I'm being honest with you It's time to work I'm trying to get this paper What does that have to do with being in the clubs? Drinking A lot, a lot of the work that I do is around clubs That's not true, you're a liar I'm a photographer <laughs> You're a liar I've never be... seen you in the club working Now all of a sudden you want to be in the club Wow I'm going to be out there Wow all right, let's move on. This is just a quick announcement. We don't really have to have much feedback, but I have to represent for my LGBTQ plus community. New Jersey adds the X gender marker on driver li- driver's license and other state identification. Give it up for Jersey. Joining D.C., Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Hawaii, and the list goes on. There's about 10 to 15 states that already have passed this law. So um, in these places, you no longer are forced to choose male or female. So this obviously helps those who are non-binary. Shout out to all my non-binary. Uh, non-binary. Shout out to the they, them. Right? That's them. Right? Okay. Let's move forward before I sound crazy. <laughs> so, um, Chet Bigot Hanks, you know who that is? The Bigot? Um, Tom yeah, Hanks' son? Yeah. Jamaican wannabe? Cultural appropriator? I mean... It is what it is. It's fine. You don't have to agree. We already know where you stand. <laughs> don't make me bring it up, please. Yeah, you can bring it up. I so... Chet Biggie Hanks might be onto something with the white boy summer thing because he's um, been trying to make that a trend and I feel like he's onto something. So it's been said that Black America's favorite white boys are joining forces. Can you give it a guess? Who are Black America's two favorite white boys? Justin Bieber. That's one. And right now, Jack Harlow. No, but I'll give you a ding anyway because I like that white boy. But no. So it's been said. Don't for- tell me Eminem. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll literally walk off. I'll set. give you a ding for that one too, but that's not. I'll it. walk off set if if you say Eminem <laughs> is trying to promote white boy summer. DJ Khaled's new album Khaled Khaled is mm-hmm. coming out soon, and Justin Timberlake and Justin Bieber are collaborating for this album. Wow, cool. uh, 
You know, up to them. Okay. Hey, I'm, you know, live your truth. White boy summer. <laughs> Go ahead. You know what? I'm not going to lie. And I might, I might get my black card revoked for this, but I'm really excited for this. I'm a fan of just, I I'm mean, a believer. Are people mad about this happening? Yeah, there's been like a, the conversation. I, I'm, just, I'm like, j- like this You're is, genuinely asking. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I me, don't I'm know a, I'm going to fill you it. in, don't you worry. So Justin Timberlake, you know how mm-hmm. like he snatched Janet Jackson's shirt back at mm-hmm. the Super Bowl and her titty popped out. Ah. So the rumor is that like he never apologized to her. They never talked about it. And Britney Spears had a documentary on Hulu that talked about like basically she's like under surveillance for her money and her career by her dad. Mm. And she talked about the situation with Justin and how Justin took advantage of her uh, like innocent image and like basically made a whole career off of it, which if you look at it, Justin Timberlake was very popular when he came out solo and then the whole Janet Jackson thing. So the black community was like, let's cancel Justin Timberlake because he don't give a fuck about women. So he's been kind of in hot water with folks. So I don't know how people will Really? I thought this. he was off the hook when he did the single ladies dance with uh... <laughs> That was a mad long ago. <laughs> I mean, but the Super Bowl was even longer. That's ago. true, but you know people Way don't long... forget. Back then, like, You know people pull up receipts. I, I don't I don't forget nothing. And I'm, neither do they. You know, I'm calling bluff on that like y'all need to relax a little bit. Like not everything is He also got caught cheating on his wife. You agree with that too? I don't agree with it, but we can't crucify everybody for, so you, for their wrongs. So you separate the artist from the music? Is no, this is not what so I'm saying. So you listen there's, to R. Kelly? There's this... I'll be honest. I li- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You know, Step in the Name of Love was uh, was amazing. If somebody plays it, I'm stepping in the name of love. And it's that's what funny. it is. Just I just want to share this but, really quick you know, because we recorded an episode that will not see the day of light for reasons we don't have to disclose. And literally Joe Budden mm-hmm. said the same thing you did. He was talking about stepping in the name of love. And I don't know how comfortable I am with that. I'm going to be honest with you. Look, the thing is that stepping in the name of love has nothing to do. Yeah, it's by a disgusting person. How can you not listen to that song when it plays? I have a question for you. Joe Budden said that he would remake it. Would you listen to the Joe Budden cover of Step in the Name of Love? Hell no. <laughs> hey, no, no offense, Joe, but, you know. Not for you? It's not for me. Dog? Not for me. Not for me, dog. Right. Take take a seat on that one. <laughs> um, I mean, I could hear it from somebody else. I'm cool with that. No. But not Joe Budden. <laughs> That's fair. I mean. You can't say. Who, who would you put in that seat? Trey Songs. No. Oh, another first Absolutely boy. not. I don't know. Chase always is a jazz not, guy too. Love, love his music, but I wouldn't put him in the, in that seat. So you're gonna step into the name of love by R. Kelly forever is what you're saying. That's not off the table for you. I would I would like to see somebody with real good vocals on that song. Trey like, Songs could sing his ass off, and he kind of even sounds like R. Kelly. No, not for me. Not not Trey Songs. Okay, that's fine. All right, let's move on. Charlemagne recently said that. Academics has a podcast deal coming up with Spotify. I and heard about said, this. You become a prisoner to just who's on Spotify. Now, um, if I don't you agree with that. have not been hiding under a rock, you know that academic academics has 
created an audience and he mm-hmm. you know worked his way from the bottom up on twitch he talks a lot of shit about people he starts drama he starts rumors he festers rumors he does a lot of he's kind of like the feet uh the male version of wendy, wendy williams. williams exactly i i can't hate on his game that you know would you I, go to spotify if spotify called up right now money talks wow you're selling I'm, your soul i'm not selling my soul but if they offer a good deal we're going so what do you say to someone like Joe Budden that left Spotify? He grew out of the deal. They wasn't offering what he he was expecting for it anymore. So at that point, once you're bigger than Spotify, you don't need Spotify. So why do I need you to put out my work? But now that he is on his own, like creating his own, well, has created his own network and is working out mm-hmm. of YouTube, but now lost his two co-hosts, Maul and Rory. What do you think about that? Everybody's replaceable. Oof. I'm just saying. Oh my God. No matter wow, what position, you're gonna replace me if I'm out. If you choose to be out, you can't do by choice. You getting replaced. Wow. And man, you should do crazy. the same thing if I choose to. Wow. You know why? Because the thing is, everybody's replaceable. We gotta stop. You know, and this is gonna be real transparent. Okay. We're giving our takes on topics. Mm-hmm. Everybody can do this. That's a fact. You know, you want to do it, you can do it. Take the seat. You know what I mean? So but not everybody can do that well. This is true, but my thing is that I don't want to s- seem like I'm hating neither. You're saying you, you know? don't like Rory Mall? I do like him. You know what I mean? My thing is you give the podcast a certain sound, and I like you for it. But if you sit there and you... You know, I don't know the inner workings on how much you've put into the podcast, but I know Maul came along like halfway through the podcast trajectory. So I know uh, you see, I'm going to get crucified if I say it. I just think everybody's replaceable. Even myself, I'm replaceable. No matter what you do, somebody else does it better. So, you know, I watched a little bit of the two guys that are there now. Ice and Ish, I think. Yeah, they're um, Joe Budden's good friends from back And in the they day. sound great too. So I'm not mad at the change. They don't sound bad. You know what I think it is though too? I think that the Joe Budden podcast, Joe Budden is so good at what he does that he can really he has really good voice control. He has mm-hmm. good cadence and he knows how to control conversations and mediate them. So like he can put any he proved that he can do any exactly who do it with anybody because ish is his best friend somebody who's never done podcasting mm-hmm. who's not even famous and that's what i'm saying everyone is replaceable i don't care how special you think you are you're not that special we're all oh my gosh. we're all humble yourself bitches you know and and i don't want to seem like i'm hating on them big ups to rory and maul you know it's just you know, like y- y'all would say, everybody's replaceable. And I'm pretty sure y'all would say the same. I really miss them, though. They should start their own podcast then. Nah, it wouldn't be the same. All right. All so right. what are we talking about then? <laughs> Let's move forward. <laughs> so recently, there's been footage floating around. Mm-hmm. Floating. Do you know where I'm going with this? Floating around. We're living in the future, people. There's footage floating around of people flying on hoverboards, and the rumor is that they are retailing for twenty k, twenty thousand dollars. Would you buy a hoverboard that floats in the sky? If I had the money, yes, absolutely. That's crazy. I wouldn't do it. I would be. First of all, I'm afraid of heights. 
And like what if you fall off That's a long Then you fall You fall off a bike You fell A bike is not as high As a floating hoverboard though Well you go as high as you You think you're good That's crazy Just drive a car Ride a skateboard Get on a bike Why do you need a hoverboard That floats You can still get injured The same way But what is the reason Adrenaline (sighs) You don't like adrenaline I do So I'm getting That's a no for me Actually no I do like adrenaline I had rode jet skis Back in the summer of 2009 When the world was normal And that adrenaline I think that's as far as I will go So if you like that You'll like that No I'm pretty sure you will It's not the same Learn how to fly And you'll be You imagine mad people On floating hoverboards You know how fun it is To um, fly a drone Imagine if you can fly Okay try and put this Through your head Car Mm -hmm. accidents Now Hoverboard accidents People bumping into each other I'm talking Heads How often does Do people crash into each other On bikes I don't know nigga But it's not the same (laughs) You're floating On air so what? I got more airspace now. All right. I could go higher than people. I don't agree with that. No and twenty thousand dollars. Who's gonna if afford anything, that? I'm crashing into a bird before a person. You think I'm gonna pay twenty thousand dollars for a floating hoverboard? If you had it, why not? I don't have it. Well, one day you. And will. if I did, I wouldn't. Maybe I'll gift you one one day. Well, I appreciate that, but I'm not gonna use it. And I'm not. I'm gonna see it <laughs> sit there. Like, okay. Oh. One right. day you'll pick it up and be like, "Oh, let me try this thing." Listen, it's fine. And that is all I have for the culture shock. Oh, um, not too long ago, I was running through my timeline, and um, there's a video that surfaced of Danny Lay, oh. and she appears to be pregnant. What? She appears. You're lying. And this is just what the comment says. Shade Room posted it, so you know. But who's the dad? Hey, man, you know I'm saying maybe the the baby got a baby. The baby got a baby. Come on, the baby. How are you going to put a baby in Danny Lay like this? I mean, who wouldn't? That's the real question. You just got to be responsible. I mean, sometimes you slip, fall. No, she, no, no, no. Maybe no, she no, slipped, no, fell, no, no, landed. Really, nigga? No. Really, nigga? No. Just stop. <laughs> stop madness. People, practice safe sex. Aren't you the man who talks yes, about practicing yes, safe sex? There's some exceptions. Okay, we're done some, here. <laughs> we're I'm done. being real. There's some exceptions, we're like done. some. Hey, I'm hitting the wrap it up. Button. I got a list that. Okay. <laughs> so we got a special guest, and our special guest is. She has a unique story. Actually, we have two special guests. We do. Don't forget about Evan. Hey, Come on now. I'm not, can never forget about him. You know, it's it's just that her story is so unique and so powerful. Powerful, like man, what what's something powerful that has changed you? Me personally? Oh my gosh. Um having a baby. I talked about this before on the podcast. We talked about this on an episode, like what has changed you, but like just being responsible over somebody else's life and basically what their life will turn out to be is a lot of pressure. It's a big thing. I don't have quite the story like that. Just, just being the underdog for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always look up to stories like hers because I don't have a traumatic story that, has changed my life for the better just kind of influenced that passed away that kind of pushed me forward and just seeing pe- other people like 
really just do what they love. So, you know, with that said, I want to introduce I want to introduce the interview that we're about to do with Solita. Lexis Fernandez and Evan. Check it out. Okay, so on Spark Up Podcast, of course, if you've heard us before, you know that we always have the best guests, guests with accolades, go-getters, insightful, knowledgeable, wise people on the podcast. And wait, wait, today, wait, 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 wait. You forgot something. Okay. Powerful. Powerful, Powerful people. Yes. Impactful. Yes. Influential. I could go on. Absolutely. Um, and so today we have with us owners of Solita Soap. Yes. Founder Lexis, or do you go by Lex? Does it matter? It doesn't matter. No, and it doesn't matter. Evan. There you go. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for joining us. Today's topic of discussion is business, entrepreneurship, and partnership. And first, I would like to start off with your story because you do have an incredible story. And I think it's important to tell your story so that folks understand the depth of your dedication. Like, because your brand is very prominent mm -hmm. and i think you know it's deeply rooted in your story if i'm not wrong correct me if i'm no, wrong sure. so tell us about yourself who you are where you're from and all that good stuff hi everyone i'm super excited to be here i'm excited you too. can see it <laughs> like i'm just sitting here like ooh, this is fun my name is lexis raven so fernandez born and raised in providence rhode island and I'm here with Evan, and we are the founders of Solita. And you're so right. Solita is definitely created at the lowest part of my life. And to not say so much, just because the whole podcast would just be my story, mm. just, to, just for like a minute, Solita was... Solita definitely sa saved me, healed me. Art saved me, healed me. And May 2018, I was chilling. I was sophomore year in college. I had a really good job with Sprint. Like I put myself in the manager position. And everything was good. I was chilling. And I was just working in Emerald Square Mall. It was a Sunday, May uh, 2018. And then I was giving someone an uh, upgrade. And then out of nowhere, I felt a uh, hiccup inside my body. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I asked the customer, I was like, hey, what would you like your passcode to be? He said four numbers I couldn't explain. I, I couldn't understand. And I asked, can you say that again? And he said it again. I had no idea what he was saying. English became foreign to me within that one second i started recording just because i knew something was wrong but i didn't know what was wrong um a couple minutes later you know i was in a fetal position in a kiosk in emerald square mall and i was writing and i was trying to put my abcs in order but i couldn't and i didn't want to go to the hospital I didn't want to go to ambulance because I didn't even have health insurance. 
And I, it's so ironic because Sunday morning, I had an alarm on for 8 a.m. to get health insurance to change my birth control. So I was like, nah, it can wait. But I didn't know the word ambulance. I didn't know how to speak. They ended up calling the ambulance. I was in the hospital. I told them that, well, I told my partner at the time that I don't know my ABCs. They told that to the nurse. The nurse gave me a CAT scan, and the nurse said, your brain is bleeding, and we can't really help you here. They rushed me to Rhode Island Hospital. And at that moment, I was, I'm not going to say too, too, too much, because we could be talking about this forever. Whatever's comfortable. No, no, yeah. It was just a lot. Um, By the time I get back to to the Rhode Island Hospital, I was already in a very short coma. And I'm going to mention this because I think about it all the time. Because being in that coma, I couldn't move my body. I could hear everything next to me, people talking, laughing, talking about what they had for lunch. And I am like silently screaming in my body. And I always say, I I don't know if I was like this big or I I wasn't measurable. I, I had no idea. And I couldn't move my body. And I was just practicing numbers and the alphabet because I felt like, okay, if I go to sleep, that's it. I don't know if it lasts two hours or two minutes, but there's a point where I told myself, I, it's okay. You can let go. And I did. And then I woke up. After two weeks, my brain started swelling. They put me in a rushed, a rushed surgery. They took out this piece of my skull. Um, I was pushed definitely back out, back excuse me, to adolescence. I sounded like a five-year-old, six-year-old girl, but I just didn't know what was going on. And the whole time, the only thing I wanted to do was go to a concert. (laughs) I'm like, I gotta go. Normal things. Yeah, Yeah. like, I I, I have a whole team. Uh, Like, I, I, they have, they have some, um, they have some, what's it called? Certificates programs that they have to do. Like, I need to get back. Wait, so you had Solita Soap at this time? No, no. Oh, okay, so okay. so I was working at Sprint, uh, and I was a manager. manager. Right, so right. I was like, my team, like, this is, I, I, I needed to get back. But I it just didn't understand what was going on after, uh, you know, once they shaved my head, I knew, I was like, okay. You know, I have, you can't tell here, but I have big curly hair. Like, you have curly hair. You know, like, mm-hmm. what it is to have curly hair and it's definitely part of your identity and that's i would never straighten my hair i would go into my job with wraps everything it was it was beautiful they cut it i felt like all right this is whatever you know like i'm um, i normalized that after a month i i left the hospital without the piece of my skull after five months you know i survived the physical pain and then it was on the mental pain, which is a lot worse. And during, this is when Solita came about. So once I got home, I I was able to go to the shower. In the hospital, I, I barely showered. And if I did, like my mom would shower me. And if I was there for a month, I was probably showered four times. You know, they're not there to make sure that, oh, my feet look good. They're there to make me, to make sure that I'm alive. 
So when I got home, I was, you know, trying the different soaps and stuff, um, body wash. I didn't have hair, but hairspray, stuff like that. And every single time, it made me break out. And, you know, I couldn't go back to school, couldn't go back to work. I couldn't go places without a helmet on my head. I had no hair. My face was swollen. Um, I lost pounds, so my pants didn't fit right. I was just, like, at my lowest. But because I had all this time and because I was learning English again, like, I would read these books about aromatherapy, essential oils, and I was like, well, if I have this problem with these products, why not create my own? Started making soap. And you used to carve out your own soap, correct? Or was that... Yeah, I think I had a sample from you, like, like custom soap, right? That's yeah. how you started out? Yeah. It, uh, the, the whole thing is, like, the brain had a flood of... My, my brain flooded the brain. My brain flooded the blood. It's how rude to say it. Oh, the but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. On the left side of my brain. So even me speaking, you know, language, math, time... Um, reading, writing, all of that, all of that messed me up. And like, I'm still, I'm still in speech therapy. I I started in 2018. I'm still in speech therapy. So even if I pronounce something wrong, it's it's because of, it's an aphasia. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm mentioning that because this side was totally weak, but the right side, these ideas, the creativity, I was always an artist before the aneurysm and I was always an artist after too. And, like, that's why I'm like, okay, why not change the idea of soap? When you think about soap, what do you think about? Being clean. Smelling no, no. good. Yes, but what does it look like? <laughs> oh, like a square. A square yeah, with probably square. a logo on it. What color? White. White. True. So you, yeah, White. so you never think about, yo, with Solita soap, you can customize it. Pick the organic oils, the shape, the colors, the scent, the organic oils. I think I said that twice. The botanicals. You can pick just mm. about everything. And, like, I would use these molds that were for, like, cake. But I was like, why can't I make soap out of this? And that was legit the beginning of Solita. But once me and Evan put our minds together, that's when... That's when it went popping, you know. That's when, <laughs> that's when it took off. No, that, no. That's when it took off. Now, let me ask you a question before you get into... Um, what scent was your favorite at the time? At the time? Like, that just, like, brought you life. Because you was at your lowest, like, what was that scent that gave you life? Yeah, because you talked about aromatherapy, so mm-hmm. there had to have been... Honestly, sage, like, the sage scent. Mm. The Palo Santo scent. Mm. And I'm telling you, like, I was at my lowest... I was, I was at my lowest, but once I told myself, like, okay, it's time to heal. Ain't nobody going to do it for me. I have to do it for myself. I started meditating. I started using sage. I started using Palo Santo. I started doing these things to really just calm me down, and it helped. Well, I'm so glad you're it here. Helped. And yeah. thank God you're here. And Solita Soap, the brand is beautiful. I love the marketing. Um, even just your personal Instagram page, like the branding is beautiful. So talk to us how you connected with Evan and how he, he came into the yeah. brand. Yeah. I, or Evan, if you want to speak, the floor is yours. I mean, there may be two stories, you know. No, it's not two stories. No, no. Usually we'll people ask. And then what usually happens is I start it and he finishes it. 
So mm. like. I'm gonna say the beginning, but but I know. We're but gonna I stick to the know. script, huh? But, but, but babe, <laughs> go, go ahead. I definitely know. I definitely know. So so, all right. I got. I started the website September. Twenty nineteen. Really, twenty nineteen. That seems like only not even eight. Well, yeah, two years ago. Yeah. So I, this is just the what? Like just the website, the first website. Like, it went from, I got my skull back in November 2018. I did not start Solita's website until September 2019. And that was the same time that I was trying to create a beard oil promo. <laughs> and guess who was in it? <laughs> Bands. Let me tell you something. Do you know how long he bragged about that? Let, let me say something. He was bragging about it. It was, it was a fun experience. Something to brag about. We had nice. fun. We had so much we had fun. so much fun. It it was like we were having fun before recording, and when we yeah. did record, it was still fun because we was laughing at each other. Yeah, it's it, it was really really cool, and it was super 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 low budget. It was like no budget. That's how low it was. And it I was know it'd be like humble beginnings, yeah. hum, humble beginnings. Yeah, and like you're gonna have that story, that experience with Solita. Since the beginning, like you're gonna have that. That's dope. And if you, if you, if you really, if you've been part of it, you just know how far we've come. And it's facts. It's something yeah. to be proud of for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm super, super, super. And so happy. you talked about you start and he finishes. So are you yeah. more of the creative and he's um, Evan? Are you more of the business type? Is that how it is, or are you both creative? Um. Uh, <clears throat> let him speak. I mean, we're we're both jack of all trades. Uh, we both kind of like dip our hands in, in everything, um, but we all try to find like a balance. You know, she's good at what she's does, what she does, and I'm good at what I do. Um, I I always say, you know, my background is it, it is marketing. I I have, I have been dipped in like a few industries because New York City is the melting pot of of everything. You yeah. know, so. Um, for me to create nothing out of something, or to create something out of nothing, you know, it's, it's something that I always wanted to do in Rhode Island. So, you know, me meeting Lexus and joining the team of just me and her, and I was able to interpret that dream, you know, and and where we can take Salita to. And you know, right now we're you know people say we're a success, but you know we're just succeeding right now. You know, we're not where we want to be. We're working on that. You know, so, you know, I expect a lot more things and a lot of innovations and revamping because technically, like, in what we do with Solita, Lex gave me the chance to kind of, like, take control, you know, and that was pretty much to, like, shut a lot of things down just to bring things back up again, mm. you know, and that's within social media marketing and just creating that vision for Solita. So, you know. No, that I, I do think like you know somebody like Lex trusting me to kind of like hold that baby, you know. So that takes a lot of trust. Talk about that though, like <sighs> what it's like to start something that originally came from you, and especially like that time in your life to trust somebody with your vision. Listen, it was so hard. It was so hard because like. Being like an independent woman and then having that ripped away from you because of your health. And then 
you know, sharing ideas and delegate things. It's just like, what, like how, how, and, but it, 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 it was hard in the beginning, but the results and just, the, the just understanding his mind and listening to the way he thinks, just like all of it just made sense, but it did take some time. It's, it's hard. You know, it's it is hard. Evan, I want to talk a little bit about because you say you're from New York. So, Let's get it. <laughs> how long have you been in Rhode Island? Um, I want to say since, like, I want to say probably November of 2019. Oh, so I was you're going a back New Yorker because you know we have a lot of people in Rhode Island right. who say I'm from New York, but. They came to Rhode Island like at the age of two. Yeah, I mean, so really, they're from Prov. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm not gonna hold you. Like, I was, I was born in Rhode Island, um, but I was pretty much built in New York City. Mm. You know, so you know, I, I, it's kind of like the best of both worlds. But if I were to claim a state, I ain't gonna hold you. It would be New York City because that's what kind of like rebirthed me. Mm-hmm. And so, I know that there's obviously a major difference in. <clears throat> in landscape and perspective and mindset. Markets. Right. So how was it like coming from New York, the New York state of mind, really, to come to a city or a state where, how do I say this without... Things are slowed we, down. Are we here? Yeah, yeah, you know, like, people don't think so right. large or they mm. question themselves when they do. So talk about that mindset and how you use that to your advantage. Yeah, I mean, coming from I mean, uh, a fast-paced city and you're around your peers and whatever craft you're in. Um, for me, I was into photography. Then I moved into, like, fashion. Then I moved right. into acting. Then I managed artists, you yeah. know? So, like, and I was always amongst my peers. So those resources and that network was always there, you know, whether on the left, the right, and the behind me or in front of me. So, you know, utilizing that hair you know, it's just more so I know more outlets and, you know, these platforms, I know how to maneuver myself. And I feel like, you know, a, a lot of times you have to strategize um, and you have to kind of burn yourself a certain type of way. You have to like know what these, la- well, whatever you're doing, whether it's music, art, you have to know what these like industries cater to. And for me, I know I've been told here in Rhode Island, like, Salita's Instagram or whatever is is boring, is is whack. You know, it's I sold my soul. You know, it's, it's, but it's kind of like you know, if we want to be who we want to be, we have to kind of mem- uh, we kind of have to simplify a lot of things, and we have to keep things clean, and it can't be too complex. And you know, people say I'm dramatic when I do things. You know, because, like, I may post something or I may display something and you never hear from me again until, like, another month, you know? But Sounds like, a, <laughs> like that's, like, what artists do. Yeah. Like, right. You know, you come right. out and you use social media, too, right. when you have to. It's a gift and a curse. But, you know, but to fully answer your question, um, it's it's pretty much, pretty much so, so, you know, just keeping up with the times and kind of, like, burning yourself to the T. Um, getting out of your comfort zone and honestly sometimes like you have to get in your ethical ways if you want to get in that bag so 
And I'm not saying like Aaron sucks yeah. about that. Sometimes <laughs> you gotta lose your morals. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. honestly, because you know Rhode Island, Rhode Island is a competitive state. You know, like I don't know any unity here. Like I don't know two organizations that join other organizations and try to benefit as one. Um, I know in New York we do that a lot. So, uh, part B to that answer um, to that question is, you know, I don't look at competition mm-hmm. at all um, because if I look at competition, it become everything becomes a job, and it's no longer fun anymore. So, you know, I'm I'm glad like I'm here and you know I'm not competing with anybody anywhere down. You know, if anything, like you can join you can join the boat, but end of the day. You know, I'm doing my thing. You just got to catch up. That's it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I would say goes. you are your own. Right. You're, you're your best competition. Nobody else should be a competition. Exactly. Simply because you are who you are. You can't change that. So being yourself and pushing forward is what you, you have to do. So. I hear that. Obviously, it's a company that has a long ways to go. Talk about... Because I think a lot of people, when they start their own business or when they're thinking of starting a business, even something as simple as, like, selling T-shirts, right? They don't understand or haven't experienced what it is to actually run a business. So talk about, like, the time, the hours you're putting in, like, the labor. Talk about the labor part of it. A lot of people, what they do, you know, they already have a full time and then they do, like, a side hustle. And they let the the full time help the will fund the side hustle and I, you know I didn't have that I had nothing I had no money I had no education which is a lot of people don't have education on business I had no network and I mean when it comes to me like you gotta go out there and you gotta look for it it was it was very very hard but. Once you start looking for it, for instance, like there are organiza- organizations in Rhode Island that will help you for free. And or even if you have to pay for the, the workshop, five dollars max I've paid is ten dollars. And and there's always uh, scholarships. You got to look for it when it comes to like the education. Like when I made the first website for Solita. I I overdrawed my account because and I told myself like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna pay for the whole year because if I pay just for the month at any time I can just quit mm-hmm. but if I do it for the whole year it's like I have to be dedicated for the whole year I'm not gonna waste three hundred dollars for nothing and you know reading helps so much a lot of people they they learn um, YouTube. Taking classes, YouTube University. University shout outs. <laughs> no, I mean, yo, that's how bands learn a lot about photography. Photography, yeah. you know, I started. I started two years ago, and you know, I like to say that YouTube has taught me so much to the point where I've talked to people that went to school for photography, and some of them don't even know what they're talking yeah. about sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what you paid all that money for? Yeah, yeah, and especially like with podcasting. Like, like from my perspective, because I don't have a trade like uh, y'all do. But, um, you know, it was a growing industry when we started back in 2016. So 
there wasn't really much information like it is now. So we're kind of like learning with yeah. the times. Everything. And a lot of people look at it as a hobby, right? But then you're like, no, this is like a Lifestyle. business. This is yeah, this is my life. Like this is everything. So yeah. it's hard when you you talked about like having the nine to five and then trying to do this on the side. Yeah. Eventually you hit that roadblock like Okay, I have to like if this is what I'm gonna do, I have to give it my all. Yeah. If not, it's it's just not gonna work. You change the nine to five to twenty four seven because that's what it is. The labor, me and him. Sorry, excuse me. No, no, no. You no, no. Me talking. and him, we go to sleep and we wake up working on solita. Mm. There's many, many times <laughs> where. I'd, one of the most heaviest day was a Mother's Day last year. At like we we was up for like over thirty five hours. We had people in our family doing deliveries for the custom soap baskets and legit like there's times where you ain't gonna get sleep, but it's gonna be totally totally okay. You know that's what you're alive for. If you're alive, you can do stuff like that. But you just, especially with this like scarred brain, I always have to pay attention to how my body's talking to me because you you there's all you have to take breaks. Yeah, you have to take care of yourself. That's yeah, you have to part. take care of yourself. Taking Definitely. breaks when you you're on that on that yeah. grind yeah. is hard to take breaks. Yeah, it's um, super hard, but you got to. I wanted to ask you, how was the experience? Like when you met that point in the road where you had to choose either solita or keep working, how was that experience? Because, like you know, a lot of people that are doing creatives, people that are doing things for themselves, don't know. Like, nobody really talks about that part when you get to that point of the road where it's, like, either, like, yo, I got to give it all or nothing. Like, how is that experience? I think both of us should answer that. My story is a bit unique just because it was either trying to work. trying Me trying to work basically means that I am going to get pushed every single day because of the in, invisible disabilities I'm still dealing with. I can't even really talk on the phone with people. So, and like the head pain and having to sleep, sleep usually longer than regular people should, like it would just, it just wouldn't work for me. I started like, um, my family half owns this bar and a couple of months ago i said okay let me go try just to see what my limits are mm-hmm. and one of the managers put me on for like five days straight and i'm like i just wanted one time a week but you know i tried it by the third shift the third day i came in crying i'm like i'm hurting like i'm legit hurting so like if i if i was to have a boss to, to have people just have a, like, a 9 to 5, I, I think I, I, I wouldn't be as healed as I am right now. Mm. Having Solita, where I create my schedule, I do what I want, and I'm engage, engaging with the whole world with Solita. It's like, I need that because of the disabilities I'm dealing with. Like when, when it comes so to me, just fit your to, life. It, it fits my life with the things that I'm like. After the aneurysm, it's just a lot of things change in my body, and because 
I'm healed on the outside. You just can't see it. But I'm dealing with a lot. And having Solita, having my own business, I don't, I can't, I don't want it any other way. So I'm going to go hard regardless. Like, and I also, I like to wake up and I can work on my pajamas. So if I, <laughs> that sounds hey, that's good a to plus. me. <laughs> I mean, things are going to change soon because we have really good news. But I've been peeping. I, I can pick what I've I been wear. peeping. Yeah, listen, and Evan said it like a couple minutes ago. Like a lot of people say, "Oh, so successful." This time, it's like y'all don't have no idea what we about to drop, and it's like what y'all looking at. Oh no, of course we appreciate, it. we thank you, like we are grateful that you are part of the community and you are seeing it like that. But you have to understand, we are working so hard behind the scenes, and what we're going to drop, what we are going to create, it's just like. I hope it just blows people's mind. Like, it's blowing ours. That's why we're creating it. I'm excited. I don't, I, I only know, like, a snippet, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I've been peeping. I'm not going to give no spoilers. I've been peeping. No, we, we can say. We can, um, we can say that. I want you guys to, but but I want, I want Evan to, to tell us, you know, oh. on his end, how, how yeah. did he know he, you know, and how did um, he go through that point? Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I never, I haven't had a nine to five, I want to say, in three years. And I was yeah. just... Oh, the advantage of being in New York City and uh, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a grind. Listen, listen, it's it's a grind because you you for in New York City, I was a, a I was a struggling photographer, you know, and that was like the breaking point of you know I'm not doing a nine to five no more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick with photography. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, that is a hustle itself. Like it's not fr- it's not fresh flowers at first. You can't just and I commend anybody who's just dropping their job and doing what they love um, because that challenge is going to just, you know, is going to teach you a, a tough lesson. And um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 for me, I know I can't do a nine to five. I can't have a boss, you know, like I, I can't, it, 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 there comes a time when, you know, you're talking to your manager and you just want to be where he or she's at and his or her response is, Oh, well, we got to work hard, you know, for that person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to, and that's energy that you, know, you can definitely put towards yourself and your craft. Um, but then again, everybody has to play their part, you know. So sometimes being an entrepreneur or being self-made is not for everybody. Sometimes, you know, if, if your niche is to, to work a nine-to-five and, and, and that's your comfort zone, then I, I can't say anything, you know. But I know for me personally, you know, it just wasn't for me. My mom always thought photography or modeling wasn't a real job, you know, so that that back and forth, you know, was always there. But in New York City, you can't go broke. If you're going broke in New York City, I'm sorry. Like, you got to reevaluate your life. Just the rent alone. Never yeah. mind everything else that comes with it. The traveling, right. the lifestyle, the this, the that. Like, New York is tough. But, only, I'm only yeah. there for, like, Maybe oh, I haven't been there like a year, but like right. just being there for like a day stresses me out. So I couldn't imagine oh, oh yeah. living there. I mean, if you're if you're in certain industries, like if you were, you being a photographer, you know you're in an industry where things can come to you for free. You know, you can easily go to an agency and you're you're not paying for anything. You're not paying sure. for a travel. You're not paying 
you're getting invited to be at somebody's table at a club. You know, things, and that's that was my lifestyle. You know, a sacrifice to coming down here, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but not like it's a lifestyle. You can get paid for being somebody's friend in New York City, and I'll leave it at that. Wow. I want to be somebody's friend too because I'm gonna quit my that, that, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying because that's what's starting to happen right. to me where where I'm getting put into these rooms where it's like only because of a camera, right? And you know, obviously there's talent behind it, but it's like a few years ago I never thought this can take you this far. And that's that's the exciting part, the unpredictable journey. You never know where it could lead you. So you said you would like to you know sneak in what's going on we want to know what's yeah. going on because yeah. talking about mind blowing tell us because i've have. been peeping but i want you have. to tell us one thing about what you said um the last thing we talked about when it comes to okay how does someone just you know go from full-time to their small business your boss is never going to pay you enough to be their neighbor mm. and That's bar Parts. And it's the truth. It's 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 a sad truth, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people they 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 have comfort in a salary, in a vacation, you know, from from the boss. And it's just like you don't understand that they're doing that for a reason to keep you there. Then if you're working on something, a side business, there's going to be a point where you know <laughs> wake up. You ain't gonna want to go to that job, and you're just gonna have to make that leap, and it might set you back and it's even harder if you have children to do a leap like that you just you really gotta you gotta put put the time in are you telling me to quit my job because <laughs> i'll put my two weeks hey, in tomorrow <laughs> I, be, I, be, I always say just do it just yeah. do it because i mean for me it's been working even though I, i'm i'm still in my nine to five but it doesn't really interfere with everything i'm doing so it's kind of like it It's an asset because I have something to fall back on. But, you know, if it comes to that point where I got to quit my job, I'm quitting it. Well, well, put it like this. Like, let's say if both of y'all quit your nine to fives or your jobs, like, how far would you take your photography and how far would you take the the podcast? Like, how far would you guys take, like, that energy that's being held back? Mm. You know, how far, like, honestly, that's that's what happened to me. And I don't mean to... to make it go to recycle it back to me, but I quit my job. I knew I had to go harder. All that energy that was not like under, that was like undiscovered, like I found that, mm. you know. So it's kind of like, and it, it's the unpredictableness of you know what can ha- like what will happen if I do this. It's, it's the it's, it's the if and then you know philosophy of things. Yeah, it's a gamble, it but is. you're you're betting on yourself, so it has. To I come mean, from but within. who's better to bet on yourself than yourself? Hey, that's a bar right there. You, you gotta be- <laughs> facts. Like you, you gotta believe in yourself to be able to pull a move like that. Like yeah, facts. you can't, you can't not halfway believe in yourself and yeah. do that. Like you have to, like really believe in yourself to be able to pull something like that. Sure. The well, first of all, I want to talk about some of the products that you have because yeah. a lot of people are probably listening and they don't know, or they know and you know they'd like to know the details of it. So. What is it that you guys have? What are the products? You have soap, you have beard oil. So I'll say one thing. We have dropped the soap from Solita. So it's just Solita now. And it's because of all the other products we have. We call ourselves, you know, a natural skincare business. Right. And you want to talk about the products? 
yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I can talk. Listen, listen. <laughs> I just want to hear your voice. Um, yeah. right, here we go. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's a it's all natural vegan products, and it's some of them are unisex, some of them are for for men, some of them are for women. Um, but it's pretty much all for the external external skin. Um, so we have around the ball of for men for like beard oil, beard mask, uh, beard butters, and such. Um, <clears throat> A lot of our, a lot of our unisex uh, items, you no, know, um, indicate skincare. Yeah, skincare would pretty much indicate, um, you know, rose oil, rose water, um, shea butter, dry mask mm. line, a dry mask line, uh, which we're because tr- we're trying to push. Um, no, just a dry mask. Yeah. mask okay. right now. So I need some. A facial. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But we, we are trying to push skincare for men also, even though it's kind of like commercialized for women. Um, but, you know, men, we can use this stuff too. Like, I use it all the time. I have a regimen or routine, you know, however you, mm-hmm. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much for everybody. I and mean, we can use any item. Like, I gave uh, uh, a talk kind of like a life hack like use a beard oil for tattoos you know um it works i was gonna say in our organic pregnancy line for for mothers expecting mothers and but that's about the lines that we have right now and not so what's unique about solita is you know it's not just the products it's not like the goal the number one goal is not to have a clear skin and it sounds really funny like what do you mean you're a skincare company because it's 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 not just that it's about creating a routine creating a routine that gives yourself some self time some self care and soul care me time so like with these scents they're super, super, we're very particular with them because, you know, we, we do the research. Okay, so, like, what? how does our body react? You know, is it, is it going to keep us calm, relaxed? Like, yes, the product can give you a solution for a certain skin skin concern, but there's also another side of it where we want you using Solita products. You want you, We want you to feel good. Like, we want you to... Like our dry dry mask collection, we do it together. Where whether he puts his like on his face, um, or the beard mask, and I do a hair mask, like that's quality time together by ourselves. Like spending the time on yourself can heal you. It can, and and I and I say that because like legit, I ha- we have sage and Palo Santo on the product catalog mm-hmm. because of that that healed me like i told you when when i was at my lowest i said okay i'm gonna try to do this in my head it was cliche to do yoga and med- meditate back then but now i understand why people do it and sage and palo santo those things healed me when it comes to solita the products like legit we we haven't dropped like a new product in about three months just so we can really focus all right, what do we want Solita to be? And I can tell you right now, it's not going to be just skincare because mm. we can do so much when it comes to that soul care, self care, skincare, all that. No, are you? Bo- are you, you're Dominican, right? I'm no, Ooh. no, I'm, no, no. It's not Ooh. a bad thing. 
No, 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 I'm saying that because I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm no, I'm I thought so, I could read. I'm super mixed. People. Me and me and Evan, we are super mixed. Our baby is gonna be like babies. No, in the future, you know. So Lita's our baby now, but once we have, oh my gosh, that child is going to be so mixed that they're going to like lose their breath after saying like, "Oh, what is your background?" Me personally, my mother is. Puerto Rican, black, and a little bit of Irish. My dad's Portuguese, Italian. This one, let me say. I mean, I'm I'm part Haitian, Caber, Cuban, and Cherokee, Native American. So we're black. No, we're black. So we're black. Across the board, really, what it is? Yeah, Yeah. we are black. That's that's that. And I was gonna, and I'm glad that you mentioned babies, not. Not uh, pressuring anybody to have kids here because babies are a big responsibility. But right. I'm glad you segue into that because I don't want our listeners to think that you're just flirting with your uh, partner. Like, this is actually your partner in real but, life. Yes. No, this is my partner. So what is that dynamic like? How do you separate? Because I know, like, Mary J. Blige, her husband was her manager her whole career. Right. And she talked about how, like, at the dinner table... It's always business. We talked to Sabrina and Jay. They said, yeah. they said the same thing. Like, it's hard to separate that. Do you guys find that same challenge? Oh. Um, why, don't we, why don't we talk about how we actually started, and then we can get into that? Because I know you mentioned it. We kind of didn't talk about it. Mm. You, you can say it. How, I'm lost. <laughs> how do you guys meet? Yes, uh, how, how do we meet? meet? Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Oh, wait, well, <laughs> I get, it's like two, two sentences. Basically, I was doing the beard oil promo, mm-hmm. and somebody tagged him on the post, and I messaged him. My first message to him was like, DMs. yeah, you know I did. Right. Yeah. Hey. So I was like, your beard is <laughs> perfect. This is a not. And you know what he did to me? He left you on scene. No, he didn't. That would have been, I think this is worse. He was like, I'm just going to need a contract. This and that. I'm like, oh. He was oh, trying to be professional. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't need that. I need free people just come to my house and <laughs> just no, give me your beard. Yeah, no, it's totally cool, though, because I would not have want him to be there. Because, like, super low budget. Like, yeah. we were chilling. It, it was really a hangout time. Yeah, it was a hangout time. But also conducting a passion. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, it was totally okay. Now, your turn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that time I was like, yeah, I need a contract because I was building up my no, myself as a brand, Fair. and I was getting my BFA Getty images all in. But um, yeah, I mean, I told her I was in New York City, and you know, I don't know whether or not I'll be down, but keep in touch. Yeah. Um, and when I was in Rhode Island doing a movie um called La Soga, and La Soga. oh, with um many many Perez, yeah, many Perez, yeah, yeah, he has family here in Providence. Yeah, I know. yeah, we all we all linked up. I've been to his sister's mm-hmm. house and. His nieces, I was all cool this peeps. Close to getting him on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not. I don't think it's that hard. No, yeah, know? but he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't live out here, right? Doesn't um, he. I don't know where he lives. Yeah, I think he lives I, in New York. But he be he be back and forth. Yeah, he, he be does. back and forth. Um. So yeah, so I, I was here, and you know, COVID had happened. So you know, I kind of stayed down here. I got my mom down here, and I seen Lex, and I didn't know who she was at first until she says Salisa. My memory is kind of vivid so then, so it's kind of like, I, I know who you are, you know. So then we just, ever since then, we started hanging out, 
chilling, this and all that. He took off all the romance out of it. Like, I was on Federal Hill. Like, let me put a little ram- romance. Listen, okay, okay, yeah, I'm yeah, on Federal Hill. Right, go ahead. I see him talk from afar. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, that's him. So, I, like, I turned back around. I was at Nara waiting for my best friend, Amanda. So, I was like, standing there and i'm like okay should i say something should i say something should i should, should i say something i turn around and he's like right there and I'm this like, was after you you asked him yes. to be the so this beer. is yes. like a movie like you know what i mean yeah, the, yeah this is okay. like you know we have a talk like I'm, i was i was even surprised that he followed me back so like after that we didn't really talk but i saw him on federal hill and i saw he was like on his phone um he ended up you know was using the GPS to go somewhere. I was lost. I, I didn't know. Where, <laughs> I didn't know where I was. I was supposed. I was meeting somebody. You were not lost. To, huh? You were right where lost. she needed you uh-huh. to be. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> A few seconds That's before, how life then, is. <laughs> That's how life is. You think you may be lost, but you're right on track. Yeah, yo, I saw him. Y'all getting deep on me. I was Listen, actually lost. Yo. <laughs> I saw him. I was like, uh, Salita? And he's like, oh, yeah. So then after that, I'm just like, there's no way he thinks I'm cute. Or like, I was dressed up too. I was like, there's there's, there's no way. There's no way. He messaged me after. And I think that's when the flirting started happening. But we were just chilling. And we knew yeah. that we were just chilling. He's going back to New York. He's He has things that he's doing, acting, modeling. And I was working on Solita. I was like, in my my mindset was if I'm spending time with a man, I'm cheating on Solita. Mm. But you know, May 2019, uh, April 29, sorry, no, 2020. So last last year, um, in spring, you know, we started working on it together. Yeah, and you know, for me, I, I knew I was gonna stay here for a while. Um, I wanted Colvin. to go back, but. You know, New York was in a frenzy. So, you know, I stayed on him. And, you know, Lex, she had her, her business. And honestly, like, for me, like, I, I know businesses here, whether it's inconsistent, in my eyes, some of them were inconsistent. And I didn't want that for Lex. So for me, I was like, you know what, let me just hop on board and see what I can do and interpret, like I said, her dream and see how far we can take Solita. Um, and uh, like I said, from there, she gave me the control to kind of drop everything and bring everything back up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is where Saluta is at now. Beautiful. And now you have this huge announcement that's going to blow the top off and take Saluta yeah. to the next level. Honestly, there's like, there's a couple of things we're working on, but the, we, where we work is like in a attachment to the house and it's only like maybe two of these long so it's a very small very small space. like if we pass e- each other we have to like turn almost like You're basically shoulder to shoulder basically a uh, one bedroom apartment in new york city and we've just been using that and you know when i first started i was getting ingredients just ounces and now we're getting pounds we're getting mm. not just that's all no not just 20 about the wait hey. no wait why was i thinking it like why was i thinking it like drugs no 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 no, oh, no. we're pushing so no I get yeah. Yeah. no no yeah 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 <laughs> but, uh, but, anyway, uh, listen, but uh, go ahead i was gonna say 
it went from 24 count to hundreds count and god bless yeah i mean and like also like i know i know we mentioned this earlier like there's a lot there's a lot of behind the scenes that people don't see and of course we don't get the opportunity to be on platforms like this to kind of like verbally showcase or tell you guys like it's, 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 it is a tough road, you know, and we and we have to utilize what we have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been pretty much, you know, prevailing and it's been flourishing and we've been grateful for that, yeah. you know. And, you know, we, we've, been, we've been pretty much just taking things day by day. And now, like, we are just on another level, you know. We have a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> So we went. Yay, so where's the I, <laughs> Yo, we gotta learn this. Thing. So so we went from I want to say like a small pantry to like a three thousand square foot. You know, thousand, yeah. Wow. How's um, the feeling? Thousand. Um, the feeling is I I can't really explain it's it. Three thousand square feet. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of space. That that is, you know, and I only asked that because when we got into this space, right. I was like. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It, it blew my mind. Like, damn, you seen where we was? Yeah, it was way smaller than this, and it was low I, ceilings, right? Low ceilings. I couldn't do yeah. photography. This you, man, you know how yeah, vital I know, I know how that feels, vital bro. ceilings <laughs> he, are for photography. He came up to me one day. He was like, "We need high ceilings." And first of all, I was already against a studio prior to getting our first space. And uh, Regina, who was on the yeah. podcast, my friend, she was like, why don't we just do it? Why don't we just get a space? Nah, Ruben's like, crazy. <laughs> oh, fine, let's do it, right? But then he started talking about a bigger space, and we are literally in the middle of a pandemic. This was like right before, was it before shutdown, or did we already shut down? We already shut down. We was, was three yeah, months in. It was like in. June. Yeah. May, it was June. three months in, and um, I was like, yo, we can't continue to be here. I was like, Damn. Looking around on Craigslist, like, what can I find? You know, and I was already scouting. So I went to a few places, checked them out. And I'm coming back from this one place that I was like, yo, this might be the place. And then I found this place. And literally, within 10 minutes, the owner goes, yeah, you could come see it. I was like, say less. 10 minutes, I was here. You know, and long story short, We're that's here. how it happened. <laughs> it's We're here. Fun. There you go. And you, um, I... We tell that story to ask, were you ever hesitant of getting such a space like that? Or did you know it was like time? To, like, to be honest, we, so we had a, we, we were choosing between a retail store or like a warehouse. You know, that was our, you know, on an option list. So we, we chose collectively, like, you know, we need a warehouse before a retail store. And we weren't sure if we even wanted a retail store physically mm-hmm. if, or just to keep it e-commerce. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we it, w- it was a hard decision, you know, because, you know, the finances, well, can we keep it up and whatnot, you know, the politics of, of everything. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was hard, but then again, it was, it was easy because it goes back to what I said before, it's the unpredictableness of, you know, where can this lead us, you know? Speaking of retail store, you do have some of Solita's products in uh what do they call it brick and mortar is right. that yeah. the term right yeah we so have. where can they find solita so we we have nine retail partners in rhode island and that's a flex right? 
That's, wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. Wow, we are super, super, super happy about it. And you can find us in uh, Esthetician Studios, um, Refill, and Zero Waste Spots. Mm-hmm. You can find us in restaurants. Like You can legit find us in a bunch of different places. I'll name a couple in Rhode Island. So in Providence, our biggest retail partner is Plant City. Plant City. And... And then go to Pawtucket. We we are in the Heel Room, which is a refill zero waste store. We got two salons, three yoga spots, salons. Or when it comes to like facial um, esthetician studios, which is one Solara, which is in Cranston, and then there's uh, oh okay, there's four. So Estella's Lash and Skincare Studio, which is on Hope Street in Providence. And then there's Portsmouth, where that's the sanctuary. And then there's, you can find us in restaurants like Leali, which is downtown Providence. But they don't sell the hand sanitizer. Um, they just have it at the table. Um, you can find us in the Duke, the Duke Bar and Spirits, Kitchen and spirits which is a restaurant north providence and we're going to start selling the hand sanitizers there because the customers ask and what else am I missing? um <clears throat> green line green line oh green line green line is awesome green line is apothecary so it's a pharmacy it has a, like a soda fountain area where they have like floats and nice tea and then they also have really awesome products and like it's beautiful to see solita on a shelf right next to thayer's um we're just really big brands right next to us yeah. oh portland that's in that's far <laughs> but i'm still like even portland even like that was, that's what makes portland, us nationwide like huh? the city yeah. yeah, Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so that's what makes us, like, no nationwide. Mm. P- PDX, know? Gone West PDX, which is, like, a store. It's, just a, it's a small, like, gift shop, but it has skincare, it has plants. Like, it's really cool in there. So where can people find the information? Is that, it's all on the website, I'm assuming, correct? Right now, you could definitely check it on the Instagram. It's, okay. there's a highlight in stores. And then once we update the website, there's going to be a whole page like um, stockists or it's going to say in stores and where you can check it out. Dope. That's dope. <clears throat> so that's exciting. So that's the brand is growing. Yeah. The brand is booming mm-hmm. and everything is coming along and we're so happy to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. I think the last time I saw the you. The function. Yes. The function. Oh my God. That was right and before. You know how many people too? hit me up like, yo, that's the last time I was outside and I'm like, oh, I miss being like around our peers, you know, yeah. because like that energy, that creative energy is it's inspiring. Like oh, yeah. it keeps you wanting more. And like you said, Rhode Island is competitive, but I think we're coming to a space where there's more unity. Yeah. And I feel like it was right there at the midst of like mm-hmm. right before COVID hit. But, you know, I hope that everyone can still find ways to socialize and still get together and do things and and even if you're not working together just like you know hit each other up and say yo what you're doing is dope like i'm always mm-hmm. in someone's dm saying yo i'm Same. proud of you like keep going keep doing what you do because 
It helps. It helps everybody, it you know, and it makes us look great. Not only that, but it might be that little that little confirmation for somebody to go and do it even harder than yeah, what right. they have been. You know what I mean? And I hope That's that people important. can look at Solita and say, you know, like my dreams aren't where not they're not unreachable. They're not un- unattainable because you started at home with just an idea. Now you have a warehouse. Like my goodness, that is something to be super proud of and manifestation and it's only up from here it's up and it's stuck like cardi b right (laughs) so um to end it off give some words of encouragement to someone who's starting their own business or to entrepreneurs out there each of you honestly there's you only need one thing you only need one criteria to change your life to chase your dreams to plan for something bigger than yourself and that only thing is you have to be alive Mm. and that's about it because if i'm telling you i i normalized stuff and i was ready to be out but because i had the chance to try again because i survived death i knew that if if a ruptured brain aneurysm couldn't kill me if i couldn't kill myself with a mental pain then I'm supposed to be alive. And Mm. everybody is supposed to be alive if they are. And it's like, you only got to be alive to change. You can legit wake up the next day and change. It's if you want to do it or not. You got to work hard, yes. You have to be a doer, not too much of a dreamer all the time. You can plan forever, but it's not going to start until you actually do it. But the one thing you really got to do is you you got to be alive. Yeah, and that's deep. How are you going to top that off? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to be real. <laughs> nah, pretty much for any for any, you know, prodigy trying to make it out and do the, and do their own thing is is pretty much just how self-awareness pretty much uh, solidifies like know your strengths, know your weakness, know that you can't do it by yourself. Um, and no sacrifice and just being aware of the world, you know, and if you really want to be successful, everybody, everybody has their own definition of success, but that universal, I guess, success, you know, is pretty much just know yourself, know your limits, you know, you got to know your strengths yeah, because there's so much a body and a, and, and a mind can, can take. And sometimes it's okay to pass that, you know, um, ideology off to somebody else to help you out because we, we, we can't do things but you can't you can't do anything by yourself yeah. um as much as you think you can yeah. um and and it's, it's been proven fight me fight me you know that's <laughs> it's true you know it takes a team right and there's no i in team so exactly. literally there isn't so absolutely but i do have something else to say though oh yeah um so we did we do got the warehouse Mm -hmm. and we are in a few days uh we are having we're having a crowdfunding and we're just asking like financial support uh, from the community you know just to uh, you know build this vision that we that me and lex have um so anything helps anything helps Mm. and also may 2nd we will be doing a community cleanup this is our new community in Manton. Um, so we want to do a community cleanup and just go through the streets. Um, Onyville, Onyville, that's my old hood. Oh, that's where uh, I grew up. 
all that. And, that's beautiful. You know, as, and that's right around Earth Day. Yes, yes. That's, yeah, that's what I'm trying. I want it to really be in April, but as, as close as I can get, you know. And as entrepreneurs, I believe it is it is our duty to revitalize the community and to be sustainable so we're trying to do both of them with this community cleanup beautiful definitely if you can come or even if you can sponsor like i'm I'm doing uh sponsorship only 40 i know someone that i can connect you to that is in that world in that yeah. realm so we'll talk about it all don't need some gloves yeah. some trash bags like <laughs> no anything. definitely i got you anything so thank you lex and thank you evan for coming hold through. on before they go where can they find you at you can find me personally ceo lexus fernandez lexus like the car l-e-x-u-s fernandez with a z and when it comes to solita you can find us it all depends like when this drops but right now it's solita soap but we will be changing it to soap sorry shop solita and solita is soul s-o-u-l-i-t-a and uh yeah you can find me at evan del pesh that's e-v-a-n-d-e-l-p-e-c-h-e on instagram and yeah i'm at shop solita on Instagram. Yeah, so it's going to be www.solita.com. Word. Oof, what an interview. That was great. That was amazing. Very powerful, very inspirational. Shout out to them. You know, I wish them the best. Things of like life. that always make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Something. I it warms just, your chest? Yo, om- almost as hot as a shot. Okay. You, know, just, you get that little burn like... <sighs> yeah, we get but it. But it's a good sensation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into my favorite part of the podcast. Yes, let's do this. Which is Pass Me the Ox. If you've been following us for a long time, you know how this works. We just highlight a song, book, or something audio. That you've been enjoying Um, Well you can take the aux first Alright So my pick is from the Justin Bieber Project called Freedom It's Justin Bieber featuring Pink Sweats, Chandler Moore And Judah Smith You know what's crazy? I have not heard that yet It's really good If If you're going through a spiritual journey And like I don't know They're just talking that talk And I really like the vibe on that I love it Interesting um, mine is Skip Marley featuring Ari Lennox Ooh. and Rick Ross Ooh. Make Me Feel If y'all know me personally Y'all know I'm into reggae The whole vibes thing So That song is fire yo, That song's just it's, it's a feel good song You know when it's sunny out you Check it out all right, so that was episode 112 of the Sparkle Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, rate us. Give us a review, you know. Help us out. Do what you got to do to put this podcast straight to the top. And also, if you want to see special guests, put them in the comments. Yes, Comment. let, let us know, know what you want, who you want to see. Thanks, and let's try to get them up here. But with that said, you already know what it is. Your boy Ben's alongside Christina. We have a Sparkle Podcast.